News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner in New York. The Bank of Japan made no change to its policy. The BOJ kept the policy rate at a negative 10 basis points, and the target for the yield on the 10-year JGB was maintained at around 0%. The BOJ noted extremely high uncertainties around economic activity and prices. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announced a new maritime multi-nation task force. It's intended to counter threats in the Red Sea. It will protect commercial vessels traveling through the Red Sea from attacks by Houthi militants. This comes as the Houthis have claimed repeated attacks in the Red Sea over the last several days. The U.S. and its allies say those attacks are intended to provoke a wider war in the Mideast. An earthquake in China's Gangshu province has killed about 100 people. Local state media say the magnitude 6.2 quake struck late Monday. Another 11 people were killed in neighboring Qinghai. Chinese President Xi Jinping has called for efforts to minimize casualties. Senate Republican leaders have made it clear that a quick deal on border security is out of reach before the Christmas holiday. This all but guarantees votes on both Ukraine and Israel aid will be punted into next year. John Thune, the number two Senate Republican, said negotiators were unable to resolve thorny issues during the talks over the weekend. Here is Bloomberg's Saleha Mosin. It seems like they are going to go home. I think the key problem here is that everyone is trying to put a different shade of lipstick on this pig. Mm. Democrats are worried that if they make too many concessions to Republicans' demands on border security, there's going to be some progressives on the Democratic Party and their wing, that side of the part of the party, that is not going to be able to stomach a yes vote. And there's a similar dynamic playing out on the Republican side. That is Bloomberg Saleh Mosin. The judge in Donald Trump's New York civil fraud trial has denied the instant win Mr. Trump was looking for. More from Bloomberg's Ed Baxter. In the denial, Justice Arthur Engeron criticized the Trump defense and suggested the star witness was motivated by money. He said the motion ignored significant evidence of wrongdoing and rehashed old arguments. The justice saying the star witness proves that for a million dollars or so, some experts will say whatever you want them to say. New York professor Eli Bartoff was paid more than $1,300 an hour for his work on the case, totaling at least $877,500. Trump's attorneys say the justice ignored real facts for real participants in the real world. Closing arguments, January 11th. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. Apple will stop selling the latest versions of its smartwatch in the U.S. This is a response to a patent dispute with the medical tech firm Massimo. Now, Massimo says it invented a sensor measuring blood oxygen levels. The feature was added to the Apple Watch back in 2020. But in October, the U.S. International Trade Commission ruled Apple violated Massimo's patents and Apple would need to halt sales of these infringing devices. Now, a presidential review of that order is now underway. It will not end until December 25th. Earlier, we heard from Dan Ives, managing director at Wedbush Securities. He doesn't think smartwatch sales will be impacted in the long run. There have been some issues on the on the Apple Watch side, and, and a lot of it is really around models in terms of what they're trying to drive. I view this as just a small bump in the road. But I actually think watch sales this holiday season are going to be up double digits. So, so I, I view this as sort of noise relative to the broader story. That is Dan Ives from Wedbush Securities. Nippon Steel has agreed to buy U.S. Steel. The enterprise value of this transaction, $14.9 billion. BMO Capital Markets called the value surprising. Here's Bloomberg's Brooke Sutherland. It is certainly a very robust 
premium. I mean, I think that underscores the value of these assets, especially in the context of the sheer uh, amount of investment we're seeing in the U.S. in infrastructure and also in factory construction. You need steel to make all of those things. U.S. steel has also been pivoting toward um, greener production strategies. All of that is very valuable. And these are scarce assets. There's not that many big um, steel companies left to purchase. And for Nippon, uh, the ability to gain a really strong foothold in the U.S., I think is what's really driving this premium here. That is Bloomberg's Brooks Sutherland. U.S. Steel shares finished up 26% in the U.S. session. That's news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner, and this is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.